All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another exciting episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. And Tarlo, the air horn slander will never end. I listened to the show where you said we have to leave you alone, but it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you better press on the air horn for every syllable. Cue, <laughs> cue. <laughs> I think that's Ooh. going like his name now, Tarlo Pew Pew. So, I'm here for it. This uncle, so <laughs> we gonna just see it through to the end. Eh. Yes. Are <laughs> another week. Um, we took a little break last week, you know, because we had been going strong for like what almost 40 weeks, y'all. That's like a whole pregnancy almost. Like, and we've been giving <laughs> week after week of entertainment. So we need a little break, you know, because we do stuff too. You know, it's a pandemic for us too. So, you know, sometimes you just need that little breather. But we did miss y'all. We hope y'all missed us. As well. we, did, we did get one message. It, like it was like as soon as I posted that we did not have an episode, a loyal listener sent a message. It was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our bad for life happening to us too. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! But you know what? I can't say a word because I had taken a break from podcasts lately outside of ours. And so I went back to revisit some of my favorite ones and I didn't realize one of my favorites decided they were just going to like call it quits. Like, because I saw that they posted since like December and I was like, oh, they behind. And so I listened to the December episode and they were like, this is our second to last episode forever. And I was like, forever? Oh my goodness. Forever, <laughs> ever? So I am going to tweet them because I do not know the backstory as to why they ended, but I'm really, really sad because I really did like them. It kind of felt like us, like it felt like my homegirls. <laughs> and I was like, man, like what's, who my, what? You know, so yes, I'm going to hit them up because I appreciate that. So I'm going to be like, girl, you too much play. Like, <laughs> yeah, that could be devastating because if my favorite podcast take a week off, I'll be like, man, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> So I get it, but when um, the read took the break, oh, girl. and we—I was refreshing. I was—I <laughs> thought my podcast app was broke. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if they posted anything, have you seen any messages? Where's my new episode? Right. <laughs> I went to every like where did you listen to podcasts to see. I'm like, well, maybe it's just not on here. Oh, Let me go to another. No. And then I went to their Twitter page. I was like, did somebody say something? Like, what's happening? Like, so everybody okay? Because like, they be faithful with theirs. Like, I was just like, well, and it was like multiple weeks at that. Yeah. I was like, oh. One week went by, I was like, okay, cool. The second week, I was like, now come on. <laughs> Are we getting into scary territory? Like, what is happening? But yeah, I mean, you'll be like, you like they gotta take a little breaky break too so you know that's yeah. what we did we yeah. back and we ready so we ready we ready i'm sorry because <laughs> 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 don't get me sorry <laughs> but yes we are going to keep it moving and uh we got the flavor cover story and uh, Dr. Reese, what you got for us today? All right. So we got some new coupling and some decoupling. Is that a word? Uh, so we're going to start with the, the big story. It's been all over the place. Um, we talked about it a few weeks ago here when it was rumored to be happening. But um, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are officially calling it quits. Um, Uncoupling. <laughs> that's what, uh, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? When she and Chris, whatever his last name is, um, when they split, they called it conscious uncoupling. But, um, <laughs> 
Yeah. So you never heard of that? No. Yeah. People just be making up words. (laughs) So, um, she apparently uh, his run for president in 2020 was kind of the nail in the coffin for their marriage, according to sources close to them. Um, if you recall, he had a campaign stop in South Carolina. And y'all know Kanye is bipolar, like he's diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, But he does not like to medicate. And so Mm -hmm. at this campaign stop, he went on a tangent about how when she got pregnant with North, he did not want her to keep the baby, but she decided to have the baby anyway. And Kim was really hurt that he would tell something so personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even like in an interview, but on a campaign stop. Like, what that got to do with you being present? Right, right. If that's right. what you're trying to do. So that was really kind of the nail in the coffin for them. Um, apparently, you know, they want to have joint custody of the kids. Uh, they have a solid prenup, which, you know, when both parties are rich, I'm sure you would have a prenup. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither one of them is contesting it. Again, um, that works well when everybody's rich. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that is happening over there in Calabasas and or Wyoming. Um, <laughs> but we also have a new couple alert. Okay. So, oh, um, <laughs> so our girl uh, Megan The Stallion is yes. now officially dating Partisan Fontaine. Um, I only know who one of the people in this couple is. <laughs> I did have to look him up, but he is big fine. I mean, a- listen, if Meg likes it, I love it. So he's a rapper. Um, she she, uh, w- she went public about it and told her fans. She said that uh, he's so calm and so sweet and very protective and that she really likes him. And she noted that she never said hot girls can't have boyfriends. And she said, yeah, he my boyfriend. So, like I said, if, Meg, if you like it, I love it. I'm happy for and she her. she was blushing so hard. Like, you could tell she really liked him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, has anybody checked on Slim Thug? Oh. Him and his big age is probably okay. But, here's the thing. Party <laughs> um, did, he got Megan's attention by commenting on her stuff. So, I guess... Now we know that uh, her feelings for uh, Slim Thug's feelings weren't reciprocated because she clearly responded to part of Mr. Fontaine. So, of course, ma'am. I was rooting for you, bro. (laughs) He's too old for her. He's too old. I was messing with you. (laughs) Remember when um, Angela Simmons got in a relationship and. Gotti uh, posted oh. that crying face. <laughs> 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 death for a rapper to put a woman's name in a song. You ain't never going yeah. her, right? So he put her name in a song. Then she was a virgin and got pregnant by that guy, remember? <laughs> yep. Um, Chris Brown is not a rapper, but he's basically like a singing rapper. Uh, he put his name in a song, <laughs> and that was done, that was toast at that point. Yeah. Don't do it. He was rude for that. He was. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like dudes be out here like they be talking about us, but they really be wearing their hearts on their sleeves. Like, oh yeah. Because I mean, yeah. it's song. Like, you can't take that back. Like, it's out there now forever. It's <laughs> a public consumption. Right. The worst you could do is take it off streaming. That's the <laughs> that's the best but you got. Somebody has downloaded it. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Well, in the Kim and Kanye situation, this is probably the first time that I didn't read something like this and automatically put Kim the wrong. Oh, valid point. <laughs> I, yeah, because, you know, everybody, at first people were like, this is her third failed marriage. But then it's like, honestly, she stuck it out longer than I thought she would. Yeah, I didn't think they'd make it this long either. I actually never thought that they were married. Yeah, yeah. She, she had married. I know she was married to somebody for a few days. Chris, whatever, Chris, Chris Humphrey. Humphrey. Chris Humphrey. Yeah. Um, but she was married when she was really young, like in her early, early twenties. Like, yeah, it was so quick that like, (laughs) she didn't even tell her family. Yeah. Like one day Courtney saw something that she was like, wait, are you married? Wasn't it like a record exec or something? I don't know. Somebody in the Okay. Yeah. I don't know who she was married to, but I do know. But they said, uh, this is back when I used to like watch their stuff um, that she really looked up to and saw herself as Elizabeth Taylor. And we know how many times Elizabeth Taylor was married. So, Oh, Damon yeah. Thomas. So, oh, her first husband is black. Okay. Can I just I'm say that um, I don't know if a lot of Spanish people are Googling Kim Kardashian divorce. But the first thing that popped up was Kim Kardashian divorcio. <laughs> was Kim Kardashian E ex husband. Like, what is happening, Google? Is that because of where you live? <laughs> I was saying, like, why did that come up for you? Like, <laughs> now I gotta see. I don't know. That's, <laughs> up, so I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that is that is not happening where I live. Okay, well maybe it is my my neck of the woods. <laughs> that was funny. That is funny. Oh, <laughs> for four years, it's not bad, I guess. Oh god, four years, two years, or ninety something days, and then Kanye, you know, and I think that's what six or seven years. But, yeah, um, but that uh, second marriage, she filed for divorce on day seventy-two. How about that one? Really, do it really count? Uh. <laughs> yeah, big old wedding. Like I would never forget that E special. Like she had a big old wedding, a big old dress. Like yeah, for the, one, but for the knew, seven day wedding. Yeah, yeah, for the seventy-two for day marriage. Yeah. Yeah, she went all out for that one. Um. So yeah, but this is the first instance I was just like, you know what, Kim, I get it, you know, because <laughs> again, she stuck it out way longer than I thought she would because this fool was, was not taking his medication. Like it's hard enough, you know. I, I can't. I've never, you know, dealt with someone on a relationship level who is bipolar, but I can't imagine it being easy, especially if they don't want to come to grips with it and take their medication you know uh that could be dangerous to the children you know to the rest of the family so and i'm pretty sure they had some interventions with him and he was just kind of like if y'all y'all don't know y'all don't know me y'all don't know my life you know so yeah it's complicated particularly because of what he does he feels like the medication blocks his creativity exactly so yeah yeah Thoughts and prayers so, to all involved. We just want what's best yeah. for the children. That's all. And yeah, now, what's that guy's name again that Meg is dating? I need to look him up too. Hardison Fontaine. I Ooh, never heard of him it? till Meg got with him. So he better be worth the free press she's giving him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, um, how do you spell his name? Because I don't know. I ain't never heard of this fool. Like... <laughs> P-A-R-D-I-S-O-N. And then it should pop up. Yep, there we go. (laughs) Big Big find in the body. Okay, I'm about to say, yeah. yeah. I can't get with these young people in their hairstyles. 
I, yeah. That's what's throwing me. I think that's what it is. Because I'm looking, I'm like, oh, you look like Roger from Sister Sister with his hair. Like, spider <laughs> oh, braids. Like, I'm I'm not here for the little struggle plaits or whatever these things are. <laughs> like, so, I need him to either, I need him to take that off, like, just shave it off. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Big butt like the body. Like, can you see his arm? Woo! Okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any tall, you know, they don't make tall men no more. So, <laughs> Ooh, oh, 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 a picture. Oh my god, this fool is tall. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if he's gonna be with Meg, you know, he gotta be tall. <laughs> well, no, because no, she doesn't like, yeah, uh, I don't know. If, does she count that? I'm not gonna count it unless she counts it. Well, I hope. What? Does uh, Meg count, Tori? I was gonna say oh. the leprechaun who shall not be named. Oh, Patches, as somebody <laughs> else called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karma is coming for him. That's what he gets. Oh, he is six five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, yeah. let me stop blushing after this man. I know, uh, right for me. <laughs> Sorry, listen. We just had. That's all. We happy. Yes. Mm. Let me, all right, let me close this. Okay. But <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Dr. Reese, for the living. I'm not the living singer. The flavor cover story. Like, one week on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you story. We're going to move into the living single story, and it is uh, Lex's night for that. Ooh, all right, y'all. So I cheated. Um, because I had a dating story in mind, but I do want to save that for a future episode where we, um, spoiler alert, where we talk about virtual dates. So I'm going to save that one. Um, so I went online. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> so I went online and looked up first date disasters. And I would just like to share a few of my Ooh. faves that I came across. Um, first one. <laughs> This one, I laughed for about five minutes. So if I am over here just screaming in the mic, I'm sorry. But he said, I once took a girl to Starbucks because I forgot her first name. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> but that is genius. Like, really <laughs> as crazy as that is, that is genius. <laughs> I mean, you he's know. lucky she didn't go up and be like, yeah, my name is baby girl. But... <laughs> I'm a jerk. I use instances like that to be whoever I want to be. So they would be like, I have a Frappuccino for Solange, and it, that's actually going to be me, you know. So, so then he's going to be asked out because I just, I'm over here talking about I'm Solange and I am not Solange. So, oh, oh my God. That's smart. Um, my, that is smart. My next favorite one was date was so bad. I gave the waiter 20 bucks to spill my drink to get me out of there. <laughs> How bad? <gasps> have to be. Ow. Um, oh. While at dinner, date looks to me and says, if you just lose 10 pounds, you will be a 10. <gasps> I asked for the third. That is rude. So rude. That is rude. I'm assuming there was no second date. I hope not. Yeah. We we'll uh, just lose 10. Mm. 10 pounds. Mm. I wish I, Lex's wishes. <laughs> <laughs> Lex's <laughs> wish a nigga would. Okay. Girl. Absolutely not. Just like I wish a nigga would right that, here. He had that right there would be. Go ahead. No, I was just about to say that might be the first instance where I would finally get to like splash a drink in a dude's face. Cause yeah. I think that would I be called that for. Be yeah. Cause he had the audacity to come out his mouth and tell you what you need to lose. Right. Mm. Okay. Um, he had a $35 steak and several drinks. I had an $8, $8 salad and water. He demanded I split the check 50, 50. Let me tell you how I would have left. <laughs> okay. You know? uh, what was the name of Morris Chestnut's character on Living Single? Oh, on Living oh. Single. <laughs> Hamilton, was it Hamilton? Hamilton, yes. Yeah, oh, Hamilton ass. Like, what? He said, you had the drinks in the dinner. <laughs> 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 oh, your part of the bill is $6.50. What? Yeah. 
still got that picture of Khadija in my phone of her looking at us in the camera like y'all did this. I thought y'all were my people. Like, and then I'll just read two more. <sighs> Men are so trifling. He said, from your photo, I thought you were too good for me. I'm glad to see that you've got flaws. Then he listed them. What? Uh, listener, can't you can't see, see us, but <laughs> mouth wide open. Okay, wide <laughs> open. A gate, okay. Wow. <laughs> the wall. And this one I can see happening because I've done something similar before. Have you ever like accidentally texted the person you're talking about instead uh -huh. of sending a message to someone else? Yep. I accidentally sent a screenshot of what they said. <laughs> they was complaining about me on Facebook while at the table. I found out because she accidentally tagged me in the post. <laughs> Worst. <laughs> okay, texting somebody is one thing. But you gonna complain about somebody on Facebook? And y'all friends? Right. To your hundreds of friends. Oh, and I, I bet what they were trying to do, they might have been mess, trying to mess with the privacy so that they couldn't see it. Oh. And then they ended up tagging them. This is why I don't allow people I'm dating on my Facebook for a very long time. Right. We together actually before you are on my social media, so. Unless we were, you know, knew each other beforehand and you've been there. <laughs> but and if the instances just... really unfriended you. <laughs> like, if it went to that <laughs> level, like, Great. I know. And then I get the message like, oh, so it's like that? And I'm like, yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> I have. Like, I mean, they noticed so quickly. I was like, oh, stalker much? Like, <laughs> So what I need to do, because sometimes dates that I've had will pop into my mind. I need to at that moment write it, well, put a note in my phone so that I can Thanks. save them um, for future episodes. But again, listeners, this is where you can come in handy. If you have a, a date funny that we can share, of course, and keep you anonymous, please, 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 please email please. us at imgladigotmygirls.com and we will share at gmail.com. I'm glad I got my girls.com. I'm glad I got my girls at gmail. <laughs> Dot com. You take a week off, you just don't know how to act. I'm glad I got my girls. <laughs> dot com. And we will read them aloud and keep you anonymous and talk about what we would have done. Yeah. See, our listeners are smart. They're going to be like, well, I emailed. I'm glad I got my girls. Dot com. It didn't nothing happy. So oh, I'll say I, I did. Um, just a quick follow-up. So I heard from Dr. Evelyn sent me a text uh, a couple days ago. Apparently, in her Facebook memory, something popped up, and one of those pimp situations was exactly two years ago. This was this day. I cannot think of. I'm sitting here like, you know what I do? That's all I can think of. I wouldn't know what to do. Just pray I wasn't abducted. You know, because see, I'm, I'm too gullible and slow. Like, I literally would not know what he did. Like, right. I would You know what I do. No, 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 I don't. Please do tell. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Mm. <laughs> Them dating horror, like, I'm just trying to think. Like, has it ever been that bad? Them dating horror stories were horrific. I can't imagine sitting across from somebody and they want to tell me what my flaws are or how I feel that 10 pounds. Like, I, my, my feelings would legit, one, my feelings would be hurt. And then two, it'd be like, who gave you the authority, audacity, gall? Right. Like, See, why would you younger, think that this is okay? Right. Younger Brit probably would have sat there like a dumbass and finished the date. But older Brit is definitely leaving. Like, because I've, I've had situations where I look back and I'm like, why did I stay? I should have left. Like, but yeah. yeah. And I wonder in those situations, did they stay? I hope they left. I hope they weren't crazy like me and stayed. So, same. And Mr. Man with his $35 steak and all them drinks. No. Yeah, no, I that 
attitude 10 on that table and went on about my business. Uh-huh. With like, for real. <laughs> for real. And I'm like, in that situation, did y'all talk about going Dutch beforehand? Right. right. Or did you try to use this as an opportunity to have you some steak on my dime? Because essentially she paid for that, so. Well, it's a great um, reminder. Don't ever go nowhere uh, without money, right? Right. Never know. You're mad. I mean, I don't do that in no way, but like, I'm just sitting here like, dudes, you all got to stop picking these places that you know you can't afford. Right. (laughs) Like, just go somewhere sensible, you know? If because in my mind, if you ask me out, you pay. Same. in the store right you know but you know, but don't sit here you can afford the cheesecake factory i have no problem no problem i like some people you know what i know this is getting off topic and we we actually have a topic to discuss tonight but since dr reese brought up the cheesecake factory somebody on my social media post the question was the cheesecake factory basic and i was surprised that a lot of people said yes I was like, what? I think that people who think that probably only think it because it's a chain, right? Like at some point, a couple of years ago, chain restaurants became horribly uncool. I don't really know how or why it happened, but it happened, right? Like people started, not lots of people, because obviously people are still eating in those places, but people stopped going to Applebee's and Chili's and all these like chainy places and i think the cheesecake factory just happened to be happens to be one of them there are eight thousand things on the menu you ain't ate all that yes. so on mo and low we talked about oh, there was a segment where i talked about places i would not go on a date or a first date applebee's i'm not ever going to but that is because i killed it in my late teens well, actually, all of my teenage years. Oh, yeah. I it was a wrap. Listen, Applebee's at North Cab and they hit that theater. Listen, that was my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just not doing Applebee's, period. But I did say that I would not do Cheesecake Factory as a first date. Only because I'm ignorant. And I don't want to be tussling over the brown bread on my first date. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else it. like, oh, it'd be loud in there. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or oh, I'm indecisive and it takes a while to figure out what I, no, you just that don't menu. <laughs> with the brown bread. That menu is 8,000 pages long. But let me tell you, I'm going to get my spicy cashew chicken with my brown rice every single time, okay? Living across the street from one, I miss that so bad. I don't, because I, I'd probably be 500 pounds. <laughs> That's not a good uh, problem to have, because my job is, like, maybe two blocks away, and I will walk, and I have walked, and I've gotten takeout. <laughs> I live very close uh, when I was in the- Birmingham. Uh, when the Pandora hit, I was getting DoorDash. <laughs> like, listen, I I'm not above Cheesecake Factory. I just don't want to do it on my first date. When I lived in Montgomery, me and my boyfriend at the time would drive to Birmingham to go to Cheesecake Factory. So I'm not above it. <laughs> I just don't want to be there on the first date testing over the Understandable, dry white bread. Like how I don't eat crab legs early on in the year. I get Thanks. Okay. Put juicy yeah. crab on the list for that same reason. I'm not about to be busting these crab legs open, sucking juices out. It's right. Like, yeah. It's, it's not you. My mind just went all cool up. You talking about busting it open and sucking it out? You talking mine right. That's my same, my same, even like something as simple as pizza like I'm conscious of eating it to <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so one time I ate it with a knife and a fork and like my <laughs> guy friend so bad because they're like you really took a knife and a fork to some pizza and I was just like it never fails. like I always end up cheese coming everywhere like something on my mouth like I cannot just do this right like I need a simple meal that I could just put in my mouth with like a utensil and go about my day. Like food, like spaghetti, pizza, like, like you said, crab legs, things like that. 
I will mess it up and you'll never want to see me again because I look crazy. No matter how much you say you're not judging, you're judging. So, right. But no, I love me some, I'd go to Cheesecake Factory on a first date. And Lex, they sell that brown bread in Kroger now, so you ain't got to tussle over nothing. Let me tell you something. I saw it and I had to walk on by. I am trying (laughs) to live well, okay? I'm trying. I've been working out. And I've been working out consistently. Listeners, y'all going to be okay. I've been working out consistently for four months, and I have gained 10 pounds. (laughs) Now, I can't say I do think, because my stomach is smaller, my booty is sitting higher. I do think the 10 pounds is muscle. But I had to walk on by that brown bread when I went into Kroger, probably a month or so ago. Now, it's probably been longer than that. But I was like, God, I see you. I see you, but I can't, I can't do this. That wasn't God. That was the devil. Because I saw that bread, too. Somebody posted it, and oh, I was like, that, that brown bread is of God. You don't put that on. Me. Get the it brown, home, pop it in the oven for a little bit. They put it in Kroger is the devil. Like, that, to me... Because, you know, how often do we go to Cheesecake Factory, like, just for the brown bread? Not often. But how often do we go to Kroger? A lot. So Listen, and you know, they make the um, another place on my list that I'm not going to on a first date because I don't want to be ignorant and fight you over the bread is Red Lobster. The last time me and my mama Woo! went to Red Lobster, them people bought three biscuits to the table. What is two people supposed to do with three biscuits? And I know you're going to bring some more, but I'm looking at her. She looking at me. We trying to decide who's going to get this last piece. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all bring it out. But you know, they sell the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuit Mix. Um, they sell the Jim and Nick's Corn Muffin Mix. and It's it's too much. It's too much. The devil. Yeah. The, the devil is hard at work all the time. <laughs> that, that is a hard work. They do be doing that. Like, I feel like Cheesecake Factory is more on the ball with bringing the brown bread out, you know, because they know. I'm like, I don't even know why y'all put the white bread in there because it sucks. It's hard. It's nasty. Like, just bring me all the brown bread. As but, soon as we sit down, I'm like, hey, server lady, um, we, we're only accepting brown bread at this table. Thank you so much. And see, I can't be doing that on a first day. <laughs> I can't do You that. could just whisper to the server, like, out of earshot, you know. <laughs> you could do that. There are ways around this, Lex. Like, we, you know, to see it. I mean, if, so, if somebody asks me to Cheesecake Factory, I'll see if there's some other options. But I'm not going to turn it down. I don't think Cheesecake Factory is beneath me. I was really surprised at how many people thought it was beneath them. And I was just like, wow, I guess I'm basic because I would actually perk up because I would get my little uh, Louisiana pasta <laughs> and uh, and maybe some cheesecake afterwards. Maybe. I would be Definitely. <laughs> Turtle cheesecake me down, please. Thank you. Yeah, turtle. I like red velvet too. The red Ooh, velvet. Yes. And the Oreo. Oreo. Yeah. Them three. Them the three. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, what are we talking about? I'm so sorry because we got a whole ass topic. And we we missed made. each other. We did. We did. Wow. Hey, we talked. <laughs> <laughs> Is that we're not doing the show, but still, you know, you know, this is our, our safe space, just like it's y'all's safe space. Y'all like, you know, listening, we like recording, so yeah, we'll be okay. So, we're gonna go ahead and move into the next uh topic on the agenda, and that's I got my homegirl standing to my left, am I right? Lex, what happened that's not to you? this segment. Because that's not this segment. This is keep your head up. We are not right. on one. Right. <laughs> mm. hey, first of all, thank you, Dr. <laughs> thank you for at least engaging me, you know. Because the way Lex just stayed <laughs> it just left me hanging. Yeah, she's like, this ain't right. I'm not engaging. <laughs> I am not going to indulge no, you. I was confusion. I was like, are we skipping? Keep your head up. We not. But I don't have the docket up. And I thought I could do this off of memory. And clearly I cannot. So we don't messed up every segment. We really have. Like, and, and the email. Probably pissed because they like, wait a minute. This is not the order that this is going in. You know what? Lex, I might have to appoint you as the uh, the, the section leader or something because... 
I really thought I'd do this without the docket. I was like, I don't need no docket. We're looking at the docket right before we started. <laughs> that was funny. And we are sober and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. This is just us. I'm sorry, y'all. But yeah, I didn't have it pulled up because I figured we almost had 40 weeks if we not at 40. Is this the 40th week? I think that's just 39. Yeah. 39. Okay. Technically, this oh. is week 40, but this is 39 because we skipped last. I'm like, I don't need no docket. I can do this. No, I can't do this. <laughs> so, All right. Okay, sorry. So, <laughs> next up, we got Keep Your Head Up. What? What? and what could potentially be holding them back. And it's not what you think, you know, because I think a lot of times when people hear like women and just their career path and, you know, where did it veer off and why, like I think people automatically go to children, you know, Um, because when that happens, you know, a lot of things come with that. It's a whole person that you got to take care of that, is not predictable uh, and you don't know how that's going to turn out nor how it's going to affect your career. But that is actually not uh, what's hindering a lot of women in their career paths. Um, apparently it's your man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, Dr. Reese actually, she found this article and uh, I was very intrigued, but also, as I read on, not too surprised at uh, what the studies found because I just feel like this happens more often than we think. But um, the article cites uh, a study done at Harvard Business School where they surveyed about 25,000 Harvard business grads, both men and women, just on the trajectory of their career, you know, where they thought they would end up, whose career, as far as like them or their spouses, they thought would take precedent, um, who would, you know, be the primary caregiver as far as the children, et cetera, et cetera. And the results were not surprising because a lot of the men knew, not thought, but knew that their career was gonna take precedent over their spouses. I'm trying to find the exact number, but I want to say it was over 50% so, uh, knew that they were, their career was going to take precedent. Um, let me see. No, that's not it. I'm going to keep looking. If y'all see it, point it out for me. But, <laughs> um, but yes, a lot of the men knew that their career was going to take precedent. Uh, only a small margin of women. Oh, it was more than 70%. Okay, so yeah, more than 70% of men thought their career was going to take precedent. And if I'm not mistaken, it was maybe about either three or seven. It was less than 10% of women thought that their career was actually going to take precedent over their spouse's career. Um, And even a small, I think a smaller number of that when it came to minority. Um, So they already like kind of, knew where this was headed as far as their career. And the funny thing for me is like, as far as the women are concerned, if you thought this was how your life was going to turn out or whose career was going to take precedent, why in the hell did you even bother going to uh, to Harvard Business School or just school in general if this is what you thought was going to happen and like you had no plans of you know, trying to climb the ladder, you know, or or just making your career take a backseat as opposed to your mate. Like, now you got loans and debt and shit and for what? For what? I would so, say, you know, you don't always know what you want to do or how your true. life is going to turn out. Um, because for example, I went to school to be a biology teacher. Ain't did it. <laughs> well, not at the secondary <laughs> level. Um, you know, and if I could go back in time, I would have still went to school. I probably would have went for business 
as opposed to biology. And I definitely never probably would have got my master's. So these people are going to school, maybe not thinking, okay, I'm going to be married in 10 years and have a house full of babies. And now my career is going to take a backseat. Because, you know, life come at you fast and life come at you funny. Well, one of the things Mm. the article points out is that most of the women assume that their marriages would be egalitarian, right? So they're they're going into marriage thinking that responsibilities are going to be divvied up equitably. And Mm -hmm. not what happens at all. Come on, words. Dr. Reese. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the what? So this is playing out um immensely right now during the pandemic right like career moms who are working at home are struggling in ways that they never have because their kids are at home and even if their husbands are working from home the woman is still expected to take care of the child care responsibilities so she's trying to do her job and like I've been in meetings and in my line of work, we're pretty cool about things. But I've been in meeting, uh, we have a meeting, our department meeting once a month. One woman is presenting on something. Her four year old daughter ran in and said, Mommy, can you change the channel? Right? (laughs) (laughs) But I would bet money that baby girl knew not to do that to her daddy. Right? because the mom is the one that they're interacting with all during the day while dad has the freedom to continue his career as is. I'm not going to agree to that because remember that man that was doing oh. the interview <laughs> and his kid came stomping in the room. Yeah, and then the, but, no, but the kid, um, I don't know that the kid knew daddy was working. I got right. you. And then the mom ran in afterwards. Like, yeah. Literally, I remember the kid. Like, oh, no. And then a bunch of white people thought she was a nanny, and there was a whole other. Yeah. Because she was Asian and he was white. Right. <sighs> but, but, but actually, actually so that's cool. never happened. I'm in meetings with men all the time, and that's never happened to a man. The most I've ever seen is like a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I have, I have quite a few cats and dogs on Zoom. <laughs> um, the article even says 86% of the men and their uh, said their wives take primary responsibility for childcare, and the women agree. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know a couple of women who, because of the pandemic, have quit their jobs, right? To be at home mm-hmm. while the kid, while the husband keeps his. Um, I there was something else in this. Oh, like even in when I used to have to conduct trainings and assign any video that we have seen that I've seen, um, on, um, what is the, what's the word I'm looking for has a scenario mm-hmm. where discrimination, uh, training, excuse me, you can't not consider a qualified woman candidate because she's a mother or <laughs> because, um, you know, She'll have to take care of the kids and um, things like that. Because clearly it's happened. It's like, oh, we have Monique and her three kids. And then we have Jonathan who doesn't have kids. They have the same qualifications. I'm going to go with Jonathan. Or Monique has better qualifications. And like in my line of work, you know, people have to move for their jobs. And Mm. there have I have you're not supposed to do this but I have heard of instances where people um where there are women candidates and this speaks really um saliently to the article and this idea of whose career is supposed to take precedence um sometimes when married women go interview people kind of whisper like okay well if we offer her the job will her husband move Mm -hmm. um Wow. Yeah. But n- nobody ever assumes that a woman won't move. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And even in the article, it uh, says that women with children who, you know, take advantage of flex time, you know, they that's even looked down upon. And it's like, but it's there for a reason. Whatever I want to Right. So now I'm being penalized for that. So, you know, it's crazy. Like, 
I, I wouldn't even be surprised if some women went into interviews like no wedding ring, you know, no mention of their children, you know, just to be considered on the same level as like their male counterparts, you know, because unfortunately that's what you got to do. Because even though, as Dr. Reese said, you're not supposed to take those things into consideration with a candidate, like you're supposed to solely look at what's on the paper. It's still, it's still that way, you know, and it's really sad. Um, and, you know, the article talks about like ways or one way in particular to combat this and it was to marry down and so I was like whoa but at the same time uh they point out that this is something that men have been doing for years you know so I guess it's you know uh unheard of if a woman does it or decides to do it but in my same time I'm thinking okay so let's say a woman does quote unquote marry down and she marries someone whose career is not on the same level or path as hers and he's okay with that or he's okay with you know being like um you know a homemaker like how do you know he's in it like because he really does support your career you know as opposed to just you know not trying to like ride your coattails or something, you know? Right. That's always I, my my And okay. I think too it's um important to just be upfront. And whatever happens is gonna happen. Like I I've I told this before, like when I was in Montgomery and started talking to someone, I told him I was not going to be there <laughs> for a long time, period. And nothing is going to stop that. Um, you know, and if it's meant to be, not a long time. Hello, I, I have a job to do, I'm gonna do it very well so I can get the hell up out of here. <laughs> and that's what happened. And you know, unfortunately, it didn't work out, but I'm not going to lesser myself or not achieve my goals, not do what I want to do to make a man comfortable, right? right. I'm not and gonna shrink myself to make you feel bigger. Or sacrifice my goals. Yeah. Then I'm going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, another example the article gave toward the end um, about marrying someone whose career path is on a, a different level than yours is this, um, the CEO of Xerox. Um, she actually married someone who was 20 years older than her. Uh, her husband was retired as she was hitting her career stride. Uh, allowing him to take primary responsibility for their kids. So I'm like, uh, I'm not doing that's an option. I ain't mad at it. I mean, I don't want nobody 20 years older than me. But right. you're thinking like in about three more years, you about to be changing his diaper. Like, but, but the reality of it, from what I see, is that that power couple people talk about is rare if it really even exists, right? Yeah. Um, I know, <laughs> I've had conversations with friends. Like I know women who want to marry men who make more, who earn more money than them, not because they even care, but because they know that men can be sour if you make more than them. Yeah. So just to soothe the man's ego, they're like, okay, I want a man who makes more money than me, so we don't have a problem. Oh, wow. But I will play devil's advocate because a lot of times when it is reversed and a woman makes more, there are some women who will throw that up in your face, like get into a heated argument, and the woman was just like, well, you don't even bring it up in this household to be sitting here raising a voice to me like that. So, like, it can be... Right. So it could be, it could go either way as far as like uh, the pros and cons of a woman making more versus a man making more. But ultimately, I think like a man would not be able to handle his wife making more than him, whether she brings it up or not. Um, I think that will always be something that will hit a sore spot for him, especially, don't, God forbid, other people know, like, <laughs> and he's thinking people are out here judging him. Um, I think that would definitely 
put a damper on the marriage, I guess. Um, but yeah, so at the end of the day, I guess it really just kind of boils down to what is important to you, like your career or, I mean, it's sad that I feel like women have to make this choice more so than men, but it's like career or family. You know, I feel like men can have it all per se, you know, as long as they have a, par a partner out there that is willing to support them, you know, in that way, they can have the career and the family. Um, but I, I just don't know if women have that same luxury. Women don't. It's rare. <laughs> it's rare. I can see it happening, but it would have to be on their terms. Like, I could see a, a woman uh, having the career, but maybe adopting or fostering children. Like, so, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I just sadly I don't see and if listeners if you out there and like you know of a situation that's different please write in prove me wrong like you know if there's a situation where a, a woman does have a successful career has the family and the support of her husband on both ends like please let me know because as of this moment I don't see it I don't know I'm about to text some of my male friends and ask them, could they be stay-at-home dads? It's funny, like they gonna say yeah off the gate, just out the gate, but well, I'm like really about it. The thing is, I don't even think um like women with great careers aren't necessarily even looking for the dad to stay at home, but it's like, okay, if the oh. kid is at daycare and the kid gets sick. Or at school, you most again? places they automatically go to call mom, right? Like I got a homegirl, her and her husband um, are both teachers. They work in the same school district. She gave birth to two children, which takes up your sick days if you have any. Um, mm -hmm. And she had some other health complications. Her husband has like three, four months worth of sick days. But when her when her kids get sick, they call her, and she might have had half a day left. And let me tell you, wow. this baby, I need you to go get <laughs> go right. get your child <laughs> down to the school. Right. They sick. It's not even like it's, it's not even like she was closer to him because they worked um, like in the same cluster. So he, literally, mm -hmm. he worked down the street from her. <laughs> So it was like, it's just as quick for him to get them as it is for you. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. That, like, what? He got how many days and you finna leave me? <laughs> oh, and you don't have none? Like, at the very that's, end, it's like, that's money that's not going into both y'all's household. <laughs> because yeah. they gonna knock your pay because you don't have no sick days. Right. And then when I mess around and get fired, we all are gonna have your income. <laughs> then then right. what? <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's a, a good point, Dr. Reese. Like, we're not just taking the whole <clears throat> career, like high-end career out of the equation. Just like, I think women just at the end of the day, it's like career and family it can happen, but that support has to be there. It's like, if you know so-and-so gotta be picked up from school, but I got a meeting, like, and you don't have anything going on, can you pick them up from school? I'll get your or, child. Right. Your child. Like, <laughs> In case you missed it, this baby is also yours. <laughs> and it's so sad the way we treat men sometimes, like, we just don't trust them to do anything, you know? I'm like, we need, need to make them step up to the plate more because they will literally, I, I hate when women say like their husband is babysitting. I'm like, no, he's parenting. Like, no, I can't understand that. I hate that. Like they literally mm. be acting like, like they are more comfortable leaving their child with a total teenage stranger right. than they are <laughs> the man who helped make them. Like, it is sad. Like, they literally be having their phones on their hips, like, checking in, FaceTiming, all this stuff. And I'm like, you have been gone for 30 minutes. If that child, if you really don't feel that comfortable leaving your husband with your own child 
for just a, a dinner, a dinner. <laughs> like, my God, like, why did you procreate with them? Right. Like, <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. Like, whoever I end up having a baby with, like, please believe we're going to have some test runs. I'm going to throw some children at you, you know, just some random kids, probably my friend's kids or something, to see how you react, you know, to see if you, if you can, like, be okay with a, a small adult. I mean, not a small adult, but a small child, you know, in your <laughs> like, you sitting here, done lost the child, can't, you know, oh, oh, it's leaking, like, all of that, like, we, we gonna need some work, you know, because you ain't ready. Because that, I just can't tell you how much that irks me, y'all, like, just when I'm out with friends who have children, and it's like, we can't even get through whatever it is that we came out for, because it's like, oh, let me check in, and I'm like, girl, did you check in from the car? Like, what are you... I had a whole married friend one time. She's still my friend, but I had a whole married friend who was trying to bring her kids to my birthday party. Husband didn't work. Oh, no. husband didn't work. Wasn't doing that. She like, you know, can my kids? This is an adult only. It, it was just dinner, but I'm not. It don't matter. It don't matter. Trying to deal with your kids, all right? Right. Right. But I think that's what the whole thing boils down to. It's like, you literally, everybody can really have it all if they just support each other on both ends, like career and family. You know, nobody's asking you to, to stay at home, but can you just help out? You know, the same support that they're expecting from us. I'm like, can we get that in return? Right. And that we have to, we really got to start socializing these boys uh, earlier in life to mm. show them that parenting is two people's responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny growing up, because I, I do, I can't say that my, my dad was there just like uh, my mom. Uh, there would be, like, they would be at the parent-teacher conferences together. Like, if something happened at that school, it wouldn't just be, like, her that I saw. He would be present and accounted for, too. Uh, he makes dinner just like she makes dinner, even though, you know, his dinner would be the same thing every Sunday. But that's okay. You know, <laughs> he did it. It counts. He did in my house, it was whoever get home first got to cook. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny because I distinctly remember my mom, uh, she worked, uh, you know, kind of odd hours. And so during that time in her career, like dinner was on my dad on Sundays. And she said, I could smell it coming around the corner. <laughs> Every Sunday, we having pot roast, like clockwork. I knew it. That was his go-to meal. That's what he knew how to make. Like you could tell him he wasn't Chef Boy RV with that pot roast. <laughs> But I mean, she, it was something that she could count on. And even though it was the same thing, I know she appreciated that after work, she did not have to come home and make no meal because he had it, you know? And I'm like, why can't it be like that always, you know? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But well, yeah. None of us are married. We can only, or have children. We can only, you know, gleam off our, our experiences through others. And of course, we're yeah. not you know, saying all men uh, or all women for that matter. So just a yeah. disclaimer, because I don't want no hate mail. Thank you, uh, <laughs> yeah. because, yeah, we don't need that hateration in our lives. Like, <laughs> a dancery. <Hashtag> not all men. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> don't need no holleration or no catering. Just, you know, back up. Like, these are all just our friends and stuff. This is our show. <laughs> right. <laughs> say what we want. Well, if you want to say something, either you write it or you get a show. So. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but no, seriously, if you all are in relationships, you're in marriages, and you have that balance with your spouse, please write us in and let us know because we would love to hear about it, seriously. I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com, okay? Speaking of, I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com. We gonna move on to, I got my home girl standing to my left. And my right. And my right. Ooh, all right, we need some more. <laughs> so, 
ladies we have an update from john do y'all remember john john is the first lady who... profile we reviewed that's right that's right he wanted to be like with so we yeah, named quit point Travion. And we're going to actually uh, get to that part. <laughs> John said, hey ladies, wanted to give you an update. Back in December, you went over my dating profile and gave me some pointers on what changes I should make. I believe the episode was entitled Animal Keeper, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh I took your advice and soon after started talking to a wonderful young lady. We have gone on several virtual dates and even spent some time together in person after making sure we were COVID free. I thank you ladies because without you looking over my profile, I'm not sure she and I would have connected. I'll write in again in the future, but things look pretty promising with this beautiful woman. Thanks again, John. By the way, I still need a better alias. <laughs> so Quintrell. <laughs> Travis Tyrone Mario Jackson. <laughs> the name of Why is Mario so black, but it ain't black? <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but it is. Like we just I feel like when it's not black, it's Mario. <laughs> right, right. Well, he can Jerome, maybe. I don't know. And we love to throw a duh in front got, of it. Uh, Mario. Navius, duh Mario, yes. Um, Quavion. Um, yeah, oh yeah, that's a good one. Jesus. Let's we see. call him Quay. 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 We are like, happy Quay. for you and this beautiful woman. I am. Oh, like, good shit. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, blushing this up here. Oh, a success story. Uh, Highlight of our day. I was just about to say, we out here making love connections. Go ahead and send these dating profiles in before yes. we start. Yes. All the like, price so up. So. For real, seriously. Like, we out here, like, changing lives. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, oh. yes. So, send in your updates and letters to I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com. We got another one this week, but I'm going to save it in case y'all act and stink next week and don't send us. You know, <laughs> oh. no, so we got to preserve the letters. <laughs> Because we tell yeah. telling I'm almost 40 weeks now. Right, y'all had two weeks too. For and real. Like I don't both of these letters it. came in today. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. Okay. Both of these letters. We would have been butt out last week if we recorded. We wouldn't have had no letter. Mm. Uh, mm. Y'all sit here, got the nerve to write us what the fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could have wrote? A letter. <laughs> right? And I know I usually do the fun fact, but Britt actually found one this week. So I'm going to turn it over to her to tell us what this week's fun fact is. Okay, okay. This one came so random because I was just literally watching uh, music videos. It was like, what? But yes, this week's fun fact, which living single star made a cameo in Tony Braxton's music video, Making Me Hot? Erica Alexander. Beep, beep, beep. That's right. I be knowing. Yeah, real air horn. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. recall that video. Who was she in the video? Okay, so yeah, she was a friend in the video. Like people kept like dudes kept coming on the elevator, right? Yeah, and they were raiding. She wear, like a lavender dress with a sleeveless dress. Yeah. Come on, it actually looked like a dress that she wore on Living Single on um, one episode. Um. Uh, but yeah, she had her hair all straight now. Like it's, I was like, oh, because um, it was Tony Braxton, and then the friends were Tisha Campbell, Erica Alexander, and Vivica Fox. Okay, um, from Groove Theory was in the video. Oh yeah, he sure was. Yep, it was a cute little video. But yeah, Max was giving us Max facial expressions, like just being Max. Yes. But yeah. That, that was so random. I was like, oh, snap. I got to go back and start watching some of these videos because I bet there's probably more cameos than we know, you know? Because there was the boys and men one with Regine, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now this then one. I so yeah. Upon, same way, just watching videos. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I just got to find Sinclair Kyle and... Over oh, uh, well, Sinclair <laughs> is going to be on, um, ABC is doing a new special called, 
it called? It's about black people and our experiences in America. I can't think of the name right Ooh, now. Oh, I know what she's talking about. Uh, Kim Cole is gonna be on that. It starts uh, the first. It's the first week of March. Okay. The School of a Nation. That's what it's called. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right, y'all better carry Black History Month over to March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at us getting a month and a day. Huh. Oh, all right. Well, week 39 in the book. Week 39 in the book. Yeah, buddy. Um. <laughs> pew, pew. Pew, pew. Y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.